Hello, and welcome back to Energetically You. I'm your host, Megan Swan, a wellness and mindset coach. I love to focus on all things healthy habits, abundant mindset, and optimal wellness. I work with six-figure professionals looking to maintain and up their energy levels through nutrition, mentoring, superpower, superfoods, and all things health, wellness, cycles, biorhythms, sleep, etc. Today I have the honor of interviewing Anastasia Schmaltz. She is a freedom business coach and a co-founder of the blog generationnomads.com. She's going to tell us all about her decision to leave corporate and follow her dream to start a location-independent online business. She is a powerhouse in the blog world and um, really just a sweet soul. I'm so excited to get to know her better and ask her all about her transition and how she makes abundant mindset sort of her um, takeoff points. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome so much, Anastasia Schmaltz. I'm happy that you are here today and so curious to dive in and understand your story on a deeper level because it's so inspiring your lifestyle and the big moves that you've made. Do you want to share with our listeners, uh, you know, your your version of, of who you are and what you do now? Yay. So thanks so much, first of all, for having me on your show, Megan. I'm so excited to be here. Um, and to share my story also with your audience. So my story started, I think, about three years ago when I actually quit my corporate job um, on the day I got my biggest promotion yet. So that was a total coincidence. I didn't plan it that way. But um, for a while, I had been feeling disaligned with what I've been doing at the time. And that was I was an innovation consultant in a Fortune 500 company. Um, but I felt like, you know, I was working on other people's dreams. So on my daily basis, I was working with startups and with tech teams to kind of get their ideas to market. So working on this innovation space. And I felt like my own dreams and goals had been pushed more and more on the, you know, bottom of my to-do list. (laughs) And that was for various reasons, because of course, you know, life happens and, you know, promotions happen and you advance in your career. And I felt more and more disaligned to what I've been doing to versus what I wanted to uh, be doing. And um, I think it happened for me as a trigger moment when I could not answer the question, when would be the time that I would step into the person that I actually want to be? So if it's not now, when will be the next moment in time? And I couldn't find an answer to that. And uh, during that time, I was also going through a period of extreme burnout, so feeling really drained in what I was doing, um, which led up to that decision. So what I did is I actually quit my job in that meeting and I bought a one-way ticket uh, to 
to uh, Singapore, to Southeast Asia. And um, from that moment onwards, I've been traveling full time for 18 months. Um, I think it was about 25 countries within this uh, amount of time. And um, I started working on following my own passions and really following that dream of traveling, but also starting my own online business. Um, which is my coaching business now, uh, as well as my blog, Generation Nomads. And uh, yeah, so at the moment, I'm helping aspiring digital nomad entrepreneurs to actually do exactly that step, to find the confidence to pursue their own dreams and to get started in the beginning stages of their business. Amazing. Thank you for... Um giving us that background. I have so many follow-up questions. So first, let's go back to, it sounds like you always had this deep knowing that there was something else you wanted to do. Can you tell us about like from when, when you were a little girl or at what point and what was that thing that you knew you wanted to do? Yeah. So I think for me, um, it's, after graduation, actually, I, I picked my, I was studying business studies and already during my uh, business studies in my master, in my master's, I picked um, uh, studies that were entrepreneurship and innovation. So at this point in time, it was not entirely clear to me what exactly I wanted to do, but I kind of knew I'm drawn into doing my own thing because I was always passionate about, you know, pursuing ideas. I've been always creative in uh, my passions. I was multi-passionate and I always thought, oh, I would love to do something creative. Uh, after graduation from my studies, I went on for the first time on a longer trip. So I was for five weeks traveling in Southeast Asia. And for the first time after you know, school and university that was always a busy schedule, I felt like so free in that moment. And it was just a couple of weeks before I would start my corporate career. So I had my corporate job lined up. And I was at that moment in time saying, I don't want this to be the last time that I do something so amazing. I don't want it to be the last time that I have this feeling of freedom. And I just pictured myself in a life where I could work on things I'm truly passionate about, do them from anywhere in the world. And being, you know, boss of my own schedule and my own time. And at that moment in time, I was hoping that at some point, I will be the person that knows how to do it, right? I will be the person that will have it all figured out and will have the action plan of how to make my dreams uh, a reality. And that dream has been lingering um, for a while uh, of, you know, starting my own business, going to travel. But I was not really sure how to do it. And I think the common like risk is if you're feeling overwhelmed, not, not having really clarity in how to do things, you kind of keep postponing them because you feel like, okay, at some point, you know, maybe I will have more time or we'll have more ideas on how to make it happen. Um, and then things basically get postponed. So it was for me something, a feeling that I knew for a while I want to do something, but the concreteness of it and how it would look like was not something that I had uh, an answer to. So it's something that I had to figure out in the process. Got it. So I'm thinking that because you'd gone on that trip to Southeast Asia and you'd felt like new levels of freedom, is that why of all the places you booked a one-way ticket, you went back to Singapore or was there something else anchoring you to Singapore in that moment? Yeah. So I, 
definitely felt myself drawn to uh, Southeast Asia uh, because I connected this feeling of freedom that I had experienced during my first big trip ever to kind of this life stage that I wanted to embark on. Because I made at that moment really the um, conscious decision that this is the moment that I will change something about my life. And I actually didn't have all the puzzle pieces together and knowing how exactly it will look like. But I knew that the you know, the, oh, the, the theme around this lifestyle change will be freedom. So it's still up until today, like one of the core values within everything that I do and also within uh, my business. So I, I think probably intuitively, that was also something that drew me towards the destination next to also some just very practical uh, financial consideration, like being thinking about how can I make a move that is as safe as possible because I knew I wanted to change something but I also knew that I had to be uh, very conscious about my choices so that they are also real like uh, executable in a way that I felt comfortable with them so it all came together um, and for for me that choice was like really perfect but from then onwards um, together with my uh, boyfriend we were we did that journey together so we traveled through uh, almost all continents but yeah that was the beginning of our journey awesome well i think well i mean one thing that i love about you and your story and, and your company is it has that core value of freedom and um adventure if you will is like a, a sense that i get but at the same time, you're very practical and risk averse in a lot of senses. So how do you, what's that balance for you? Because for a lot of people, you know, quitting a nine to five amazing corporate job right when you got a promotion is not risk, is like not the wise business decision. So you still keep like a lot of what you've learned in business, like you're still making very intelligent business decisions, but prioritizing other things is that a fair assessment yeah I actually love how you're how you're phrasing it and how you um yeah took that out of actually what our company and what we do is really about because from my own experience as well as from you know our clients and students that we're working with we know that they want to go from point a to b and this point b we're calling the freedom lifestyle vision so it's really that extraordinary lifestyle that is um, unique to them and that is really aspire, inspiring them to you know make massive changes in their lives because it's just so amazing and they want to get to that on the other hand we know that it's just really the practical things the day-to-day -day concerns and especially also the financial concerns and financial risks that might come with such a move are the thing that keep them away from it so we feel like Yes, there is a lot of you know work that needs to be done, and where where yeah is is often helps in um, making that move is to believe that you can do it, and really working on um, making that freedom lifestyle tangible in their minds to bring it down on paper and to really become clear about what it is for them, as well as really taking the practical steps that they can do from now on so really today starting today starting small that will help them to get there and a big part of that is to already prepare for um 
you know, financially as well, as well as in their business decisions on how they can get there in the most safe way. Because we believe within our company that if we are not giving also the, the tangible tools on how to do that, it, you know, the, the, we will always, the, such a move, such a transformation always comes with challenges, always comes with, um, you know, unknowns, doubts, and it helps to get through the middle of this journey, you know, from the beginning, from the initial excitement to really reaching that point where you want to be by becoming clear on how you actually get there. Yeah. So your clients are mostly people that have this inkling that they want to make that kind of jump and they haven't yet, or they have, and they're not doing it well, or, or a bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a little bit both of um, a little bit both of two stages. So um, one one you know segment can be people that are aspiring entrepreneurs. So they uh, were yeah aspiring um, passionpreneurs. I like to call them or freedompreneurs um, that are currently having a you know their their current routine, the current job, the current lifestyle, but they feel like they want to do something different. They just feel overwhelmed and not really sure how to make the first step. So that can start by becoming really confident and specific about the thing that they want to do. So the business that they want to create, um, as well as the other segment that is a little bit further, they might have already started working on a passion project. They might have um, had some experience with, you know, getting themselves out there, starting to talk to uh, their potential target audience, but they feel like they don't exactly know what else they can do to get their idea off the ground. So both of these, they, they, it's more in the beginning of the journey of the, you know, entrepreneurship journey, but um, they are both groups that we can really come in and help by making their vision clearer their, um, you know, their, their business idea, as well as, um, you know, actionable plan on how to get closer to their goals, how to acquire the first customers, but that, yeah, a plan that is more unique to their situation. Got it. So how the first group, the first segment, how do you help them sort of lean into the expansive potential unknown and have confidence about that versus, you know, staying in their lack and their, in their fear of the unknown? Yeah. Um, I love the question because it's so relevant and um, it's something that, yeah, we have to work through a lot because um, I think one of the key challenges or struggles that we find people at that stage is that they feel like, um, well, it's this immense imposter syndrome of thinking, okay, I'm, you know, having my job, I'm doing something. This is something I feel comfortable with. This is something that I know my secret passion or my secret dream is to do something sometimes entirely not related to what they currently are doing and they feel not equipped enough um, to actually believe themselves that they can make that move. So there is a lot of um, work that we're doing in um, helping them to become um, aware, like self-aware on the amazing skills and unique gifts and talents interests that they're already having that can be huge superpowers and um, value creators within you know themselves to make actually that shift so it's a lot about self-awareness to 
helping them understand that they are coming with a huge bag of um, you know, skills and amazing things that will help them in their journey so they're not starting um, from scratch, as well as helping them to dive in into them, so inside, to listen to which path they feel mostly connected with. Because a big struggle that um, we see people have is that they um, are multi-passionate, they have you know, many different interests, and they find it difficult to pick one and uh, ditch the others. <laughs> so it's, you know, finding, uh, it's, yeah, looking again from what we talked before, the, those two approaches that we take of becoming on a very visionary level of what is it that you want to do, what feels good, and combining that together with um, where do we have proof points that something can work. So it's bringing those two elements together. I think overall, in a nutshell, it's about creating clarity around what they want to do and how the first steps look like for them. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's similar in a sense to my coaching in that a lot of people want like one answer. They want one clear and they want like it's, it's it seems easier sometimes that someone else gives us that answer versus us doing some trial and error and figuring out what that is. And so I think like in my experience as an entrepreneur, it's been really uh, powerful to keep going back to this point of, you know, it's a very small percentage of us who are actually going to make that leap of faith and even try. Mm-hmm. And so just keeping that presence that you already have the superpower that you're even considering leaving your, um, I don't know, steady or perceived safe option and just going for it. And then also understanding like the most successful entrepreneurs more often than not did not make it big with their first idea or their first path, right? Right. I um, I have so many things that um, I would love to chat about here because you're mentioning like so many important um things of yes your idea will change over time right and what you're kind of thinking now will be the thing that you will do will most likely not be the thing that you end up with and that is not because your initial idea is bad or you know you don't know things but it's just because you naturally will start learning and evolving and growing um within uh with it and um one of the things i also like to say is I think there is one thing we have in common as entrepreneurs, as aspiring entrepreneurs, and that is already our ability to dream, which is a superpower on its own, right? It's kind of really um, having all those amazing aspirations and dreams um, for yourself is already showing your hunger to create something different for yourself. And this will be the thing that will be keeping you uh, moving that will be the motivation and your you know your your engine that will keep you on that journey so as long as we can keep that um, present to know why we're doing this and um, being confident and that you know our ability is to dream and to find a creative way of doing th- of doing things of making things happen and keeping ourselves motivated the exact how will evolve over time because it's not something that we can uh, predict and one of the things that I am really believing is that you find the answers by doing right not by thinking about them 
So you can be thinking and evaluating um, which passion you want to pursue or which business idea you want to start and which one will be the one thing that will give you all the fulfillment you're looking for or all the success that you're actually after, uh, you know, in the market, etc. But you will only see that once you will start the first steps, because by doing things, first of all, you will build um, experience and, and the feedback to yourself of if it's really something that feels aligned, that feels good uh, to you, or if you want to change course and paths, um, it will give you feedback from actual people instead of, you know, your own thoughts of how you think people might resonate with your ideas. So you're actually talking to people and getting uh, closer to that version of your idea that you will end up with um, eventually. And just also building the confidence because confidence is always on the other side of taking action, right? It's not waiting to do things until you're confident but the other way around you actually do things to become confident and I think this is one of the things that I think is so important for somebody to realize that is currently looking to make um, change in their life but they feel like they're not having the confidence or the answers to do it the answer is to start doing something <laughs> because whatever they will do, even if it's not the right step or the, the, you know, the best thing that they can do, it will get them one step closer to actually finding the right step. So yeah, I yeah. think action is so important. Well, I think in the world of entrepreneurship, I mean, it's like a whole other language, everything that en encompasses growth mindset, abundant mindset, right? Because the traditional education system, we are taught that perfectionism is the goal mm -hmm. and that you can think your way to certainty, you know, yeah. whereas growth and abundant mindset is the, the learning is in the action. Yeah. It needs to be, it's okay that it's messy action better than nothing, you know, and just like the starting somewhere. And um, I think, yeah. I th so can you go back to that moment? Like literally what you're giving notice at work and they tell you that you're promoted. Like, can you take us back to that, that day? Yeah. So it was crazy because for me and um, you know, for myself, I had made that decision. Okay. I want to quit my job. And I was just waiting for a moment to tell to my manager. So I prepared my story. I, you know, knew, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what I want to do. And of course you have all the nerves <laughs> uh, in that moment of, oh my God, am I really doing this? So I was actually connecting to, it wasn't, uh, it was a call. It was a, an online call. And while I was in that call, waiting for my manager to come in, you can imagine like a million thoughts going around in my head from preparing to actually finding the words of how to make the transition to tell her that, you know, I was actually leaving the company after years to asking myself, what the hell am I doing here? You know, am I really doing this step? Is this something that I really want to do? And will it work out? And, you know, all those questions. Um, and then my manager coming on the phone and she had no idea what my intention for the call was. I planned that meeting and she just started really immediately into, oh my God, I have to share this amazing news with you because at that moment in time, so we had a huge project. It was, uh, I think, 
over a million um, US dollars of you know different activities, they um, lost, I mean, the, the person that was leading that activity was leaving the company and they were looking for somebody to take over. And she had me in mind for doing that. Uh, so she started with, you know, talking about this amazing opportunity and how I'm the right person and, you know, it, that, that we can do all those amazing things together. Well, I was looking just for a moment to break her in that, you know, thought <laughs> and just saying, you know, I'm so grateful that you're saying this, but actually, yeah, here is what, why I set up this meeting. Um, so yeah, she, it was, I think, a shock on both sides, because for me, I did not expect to get an, you know, an offer for a greater opportunity during that call. I was, my mind was just focused on how am I, you know, getting that, uh, getting that decision across to her versus for her, you know, taking, first of all, getting a no on her offer to losing me entirely. So it was a, it was a big shock, I think, for, for both sides. But after the meeting, I think I have hardly ever felt such a mix of emotions and just such a empowered feeling within myself of, you know, I am so scared. I am so nervous, but I feel so good about this. And like really, you know, grabbing my, my jacket. I remember it was, you know, cold outside still grabbing my jacket, putting my laptop in and then just going outside in Amsterdam on my bike and uh, calling my boyfriend and, you know, in total, like, oh, I did it. And um, yeah, uh, huge emotions, I think, for days after. <laughs> so it sounds like in that story that you didn't even really flinch. Like, if anything, maybe that news that you had the promotion was just like an added layer of confidence that you needed to make that break. Is that fair? Like you didn't think, oh, for a second, maybe I should stay because I have this promotion. No, it's just like, okay, I'll added added information that I am more than good enough to do whatever the heck I want. And thank you very much for that kind offer. But here it is, my reality at the moment. Yeah, it um, seemed indeed crazy at that time, but I had been preparing myself for this moment. It was not like that I had you know, the day before, um, suddenly the idea that, you know, now I need to quit. It was, I think, a process of three months of getting comfortable with my decision. So in that moment of having that meeting with my manager and telling her that I'm going to leave, there was nothing that would change that decision anymore. Because I've been going through this process of thinking about it and not really thinking about whether it's the right thing to do, yes or no, but more of getting comfortable with saying it to myself, admitting it to myself that this is what is going to happen. There is no question around it anymore. Um, yeah, I have been going through this for two, three months already before and a much longer time, of course, more not concretely. So it was always, as I was mentioning, something on my mind for some day. And then once the decision was made that, okay, this is going to happen, I took some time to really get a little bit more comfortable as much as was possible with that decision for myself. But I just knew in that moment in time that I had not really an idea exactly of how to do it. And I did not have entirely really the confidence of that 
everything will work out exactly in the way that I wanted it to. But I just knew that this is the right step for me and already taking that step and maybe even failing if that was at all an option. <laughs> um, because I think whatever you do, it will bring you closer and you know will be an experience, you will learn, etc. So there is actually the, the concept of failure is not um, existent in this context. Um, yeah, I was, of course, not really sure whether it will work out, but I knew that it will be whatever will come after, it will be the right step for me. And that my decision is not final in terms of I'm now deciding exactly how the rest of my life is going to look like. Because I think that's also something that holds uh, us back often because we feel like we need to have all the answers before we do it. But I trusted that for now, this is the right step for me to take. And the missing pieces that I don't have an answer on are yet to be found. And I cannot find them now, but I can only find them by, you know, taking that, taking that step. Amazing. Was there a catalyst that you can pinpoint sort of like uh, you say it took you like three months to sort of come to terms with and be okay and confident in your decision was there like one moment like something went wrong at work or was it more always more of sort of an internal knowing that you need to follow something you hadn't followed yet yeah I think for me it was a walk, an afternoon walk on a Sunday that I took with my boyfriend through the canals in Amsterdam. Um, it was, yeah, a day before Monday. So, you know, the usual routine would start on the next day and I could already feel like the Monday blues kicking in, uh, which I would have a lot, uh, especially in the months before that moment. So I would feel terribly drained and down just from the thought of that I will start again this routine and wait for the weekend and wait for vacation days or whatever uh, it is um, and we were walking and just chatting about how long we wanted to still live this life and how long we were still away from our dream life so kind of when are we going to become those people that we were hoping to be when we were on that first trip after graduation, hoping that at some point we'll have all the answers that we're looking for. And together with this immense uh, Monday, you know, upcoming Monday blues or, or Sunday blues, we just could not answer the question of when will be a better time. If we don't do it now, can we do it in a year? Well, but in a year, we might be further in our career already. It might be even more difficult to actually, you know, leave because you are getting used to even a higher, uh, you know, pay grade and uh, you have all those benefits. So it will never be easier. And we might be even busier. And, you know, in our lives in different stages where we feel maybe even less um, prepared to make such a huge transformation. So we could not come up with, another time and that was kind of giving us the signs and the feedback that okay if you cannot come up with another time then it can be very likely that if you're not making the step now you might never do it and in that moment I really pictured myself 
a couple of years forward, walking on exactly the same path on this, you know, canal in Amsterdam, thinking about that I have not done it and I'm still in my job and I'm doing exactly the things that I'm doing now. And I might be more successful, more, you know, having a greater reputation within this company or another company, having a bigger salary, whatever it is, but I'm kind of living this lifestyle just in a more upgraded version. How will I feel about it? And I didn't feel good about it. So I think that was kind of the trigger moment of visualizing that future self that is entirely not the person that I wanted to be in my future that gave me the waking up kind of of that, okay, it's up to you to do the change. It will not happen because you will just continue walking the path that you're walking on. So you have to do things differently. Yeah. One last question. So I think sort of like the, the unpart, untold part of the story is that it's also a love story because all of these moves and decisions have been with your boyfriend, correct? Even mm-hmm. since, since graduating. So can you tell us, or have you ever reflected on, um, you know, would you have done this? It was totally on your own accord and without a partner. It's such an amazing question um, because, you know, sometimes we are, yeah, not maybe exactly connecting all the pieces of what lead, you know, up to a certain decision, what gives us this feeling of safety. And I think that's kind of the thing that it gave me, having my partner in the journey together with me is really this feeling of safety. And I think it can look like this feeling of safety can be something different for everyone, right? And for me, it was in that moment in time, having like somebody that could relate to the feelings that I was going through and that could relate to the aspirations and goals and dreams that I had at that moment in time. And that was something that was so powerful and actually creating this additional motivation as well as accountability of making that step. So I think it's really about the support system of people around you that can catch you in your dreams and help you to get to that next level and to build the confidence and the steps for that next level. And I think that can, that for me in that moment in time, exactly when this happened for me in this stage of my life, it was my boyfriend um but it can be somebody else for somebody else right it can be a friend that is going through such an experience and can relate and can help it can be you know a facebook group with like-minded people where you exchange uh your experiences and motivate each other it can be an accountability partner can be a coach so i do think that we want to especially when it comes to such big changes in our life we want to feel safe and supported by somebody around us just because we are straying away from a, from the common path, from the path that the majority of people around us does. So it feels good to have somebody that can relate and that can help you get through it and take the, you know, build the confidence whenever you might need it the most and uh, do vice versa also uh, maybe sometimes. So I think 
yes, something to think about maybe for somebody that might, that is listening and thinking, you know, how can I do it if I don't have somebody, you know, with me and I don't have a boyfriend that has the same dreams and aspirations, then think um, about how can you get in touch and connect with people that can give you that feeling of, you know, safety and support. And again, this can be found in different, in different ways. Wow. I love how you brought that back around. <laughs> I love where, <laughs> where you brought that. So indulge us for a moment and, and give us a little uh, insight into your day to day, you know, like how many days of the year do you go to the beach? Like what does your, your nomad freedom lifestyle look like with your boyfriend these days? Yeah, so we actually just returned um, two weeks ago from a two-month stay in Tenerife in Spain. So we love to travel. And obviously in the pandemic, it's something I think that all of us go through where it's, yeah, I, I think maybe, different. exactly, <laughs> different for yeah anyone. But um, how we like to do it is uh, we've been traveling full-time. And we love that experience. What we realized is we are at the moment at a stage where it also feels good to have a home base to return to. So right now, how our lifestyle looks like is we are we have a home base, but we love to spend longer periods of time. Like for example, now in uh, in Tenerife, um, just out in a different environment, uh, getting inspired, energized by just seeing things uh, around you. We're in. August, we will be leaving again for a longer period to Italy. So we are more, I think, the spontaneous type of planners and travelers, um, whatever feels good. So I think that's that's the most important thing of just doing the things that that you feel you and your business needs in that moment in time. So yeah, I think um, in general, it's not so long ago that we returned from traveling full-time entirely. So there is not yet exactly a schedule. And then the whole pandemic came of how many, you know, months we spent here and how many here. But I think it is kind of quite balanced between the time we're spending at home, especially the summers, and then escaping, uh, you know, for the not so pleasant uh, months <laughs> to warmer places. Yeah. Well, I think that's a beautiful place to leave it off that, you know, sort of the ultimate freedom is to have the ability to just make decisions based on what energizes you and makes you feel good in that moment, you know, as majority of the world and think thinks that way on a daily basis. So where can people find you if they want to hear more or work with you? Yeah, so I would love to connect um, with anyone. We're um, on Instagram at uh, Generation Nomads. Also, if you would like to have this, you know, find a community of like-minded people that um, um, are at the moment figuring out how to make the step towards becoming their own boss from anywhere in the world. We have a Facebook group. It's called Freedom Lifestyle Entrepreneurs. Uh, and there we're also doing mini trainings, but just in general also to create that safety and connection um, with people with similar aspirations. And then of course, if you want to check out our blog, generationnomads.com, um, yeah, I cannot wait to connect with you and um, chat about your freedom lifestyle dreams. Amazing, well, thank you so much, Anastasia. You are a wealth of information on all things travel, nomad lifestyle and 
good business decisions under that umbrella, right? It's, uh, it's all about being smart as you're accessing these next level freedom type um, space, or I mean, your, your perfect ideal lifestyle, whatever that looks like for you, right? Yeah, thank you so much, Megan. It was so much fun chatting with you. I loved your questions. And also, um, yeah, reflecting on, you know, some of the moments and bringing them back. It's, um, yeah, it was so much fun. So thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thanks again. Thank you. We're dropping uh,